Hello and welcome to the Sega Nerdcast 13. This is Chris, the editor of Sega Nerds, and with me today I have Graham and Nathan. How's it going, guys? Hello. Hello, how are you, Chris? How oh, are you, Graham? <laughs> uh, we have a really great show today for all of our listeners. Um, we've been playing some, some newly released Sega games um, that, that have been both released here in America and some that weren't even released in America. And we also have a really awesome interview with a couple of the cool guys at Bizarre Creations about the club, and uh, we asked them some some really hard hitting questions that I'm sure everyone's dying to hear. So you gotta um, sit and listen to us uh, chat in the app for a little bit before you get to that. But uh, but it's good stuff. So we gotta stay with us. Um, so Graham, tell us how your week's been going, buddy. <laughs> oh, um, well, I had a pretty crappy week at work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I got yelled at by my um, the centre manager, basically. Uh, <laughs> Who's the manager? So what? Who's your manager? Is it a guy or a girl? It's a guy. <laughs> and, uh, oh, he's, no, he's, normally, he's normally quite sort of... Tight. He's normally a nice guy, but... Um, Why did he yell at you? There's like... In my department, there's like a message board, and like, if we can't hit our quota for like our work we're meant to like write up reasons why we might not be able to and right now I'm stupidly understaffed because um, I don't know if you know Nathan but I've been promoted to supervisor oh so my I'm, goodness I'm, congratulations I'm like, oh, thank you I'm like in charge of like people now <laughs> oh so now you know the headaches of management and being yeah. in charge of other people <laughs> yeah sort of <laughs> but um, so basically I, I'm really understaffed and on this message board I um, wrote up that I've like got no staff basically, and that's why I can't hit the quota. And then someone wrote underneath do it. Use, like, do you use like the, the the message board like uh, lingo too, like LOL and you know that kind of stuff that you post pictures and all kinds of silly stuff. It's no. a forum, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you gotta have fun with it, man. I can't meet quota. QQ drawing your face. God. <laughs> So anyway, so you got yelled at. So yeah, how, how well, it's, just take it's, it? It, the reason why I got yelled at was because um, someone left a, a note on the board basically saying that, the saying, get the supervisor to work seven hours. But we, we basically, we work, se- we work seven hours for the day, and um, <laughs> part of my job is like doing lots of like paperwork and like sorting out all this crap, basically. And it's almost impossible for me to get through the other work for full seven hours. I can maybe do like five hours of the work, but... The rest of the time, I've got to do all like, the main supervisor work. So I wrote a really arsy message underneath, like um, about about saying how how I can't do it and stuff. And also, I'm wasting time replying to stupid messages like on the board. And um, nice. And You're I, I had to go in the next day, like because I work nights. I it's I don't really get to see the manager or anything because he works days. And then, but I had to actually go in during the day for a meeting. I went into the meeting and everything was okay and then after the meeting I said to the manager can I just have a word with you and I was like who the hell wrote that message on the board and he just like that was me and then he had a massive go at me about it and uh, he's like, <laughs> I don't, he's like I don't appreciate this and like, he had a massive go at me <laughs> and, and you were saying you were like being a smart ass to yeah, it, dude. <laughs> yeah. but my, what did you I, say I, to him I, I basically explained why I wrote it I was like that's I was like uh, well we, uh, he saw reason in, 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 in the end it's just that he thought what he wrote wasn't that bad. He like he thought he just wrote like um, try and do as much as you can. But the way he wrote it was like really arsy and stuff. So I wrote an arsy one back at him. And the thing is, my my shift manager, my shift manager read it as well, and he 
he basically told me to write an arty message back. So in a way, it's my shift manager's <laughs> problem. <laughs> but, oh. Yeah, I, I got into a, a lot of trouble for it. But yeah, it sort of, it sort of works out a bit, I guess. But, yeah, that's oh, good. Exciting. So my manager's got it in for me now. now. <laughs> Asshole. Yeah. Well, take what him about down, <laughs> Kill him and take his job. <laughs> yeah. Right, Nathan, what are you what doing? What about you, Nathan? Okay. Yeah, you, you always have exciting stuff to talk talk to us about. Yeah, well, I missed the last uh, Nerdcast. I feel kind of out of it. Yeah, you actually. haven't been here forever, it seems like. Yeah, well, I've been busy with school and all that. and Yeah, all the unimportant stuff in life. Yeah, well, I'll be graduating in a couple months, and I need to start looking for a job. Ooh. But, what, what are you thinking about doing? Uh, no, I'm in journalism, so hopefully writing for some publication or website that I find interesting. That's basically my only criteria. Are you looking at for like maybe like Cat Fancy? Yeah. <laughs> I love Cat Fancy. they're hiring. <laughs> you would know. Yeah. I love cats. Me too. Cats are great. <laughs> so awesome. what, what if like some sort of magazine, magazine owner is like listening to it now? What would you say to him to get your job? Come on. Wait, what? <laughs> if like a ma- if like a magazine like owner or whatever is like listening to this right now, what would you say to try and inspire him to give you a job? Oh, um, I love cats. Well, he's Asian, so he's <laughs> gonna work hard. Oh, oh wow! There you go. Bring more <laughs> racial stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that goes without saying. That's how you get it's a like job. Chris like. can only think in racial stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I do. Uh, yeah, That's all but <laughs> I started spring break today today, well, I guess we're recording on Friday, so, I mean, I'm on spring break right now, and, well, uh, Saturday night oh, I'm week. sorry, gosh, yeah, it's Saturday right now, I see, I'm out of it, I pulled an all-nighter Thursday night and Friday morning, because I had a test on Friday morning in my last class, and then I went home after that and kind of took a nap for a bit, and then my friend called me, and then we, you know, some other friends came over, and we did some stuff, and then I ended up staying up all night, to record this, and it is now 7.45 a.m., and I haven't had a full night's sleep in, like, three days. Man. Nice. You know, I hear I hear crack cocaine is, like, a, a real good uh, pick-me-up for that kind of stuff. If it is, I don't know where to get any, and I don't think I'd be... You live in Austin, man. It's just, it's everywhere. <laughs> I've never <laughs> tried any illegal drugs, okay? Oh. You haven't lived yet. Wow. You need to. Anyway, Chris. Okay, um, <laughs> Moving on with that. Um, yeah, we all sound tired. There's all kinds of stuff. Kids don't do drugs. Here. Yeah, no, yeah, that was yeah. that was those were jokes. Um, Guam. We we recently made the headlines uh, throughout the world, really. Oh yeah, uh, I saw that. We were home to the first ever uh, B2 uh, crash. There's we only had 21 of them in our entire inventory, and one of them crashed. Um, in Guam. a few weeks ago, so yeah, not good stuff. They're they're two billion dollar aircraft, like per per aircraft, it's two billion dollars worth. Wow. Um, so that was not good, and it, it all it involved a lot of long hours at work and much other stuff. So we're trying to get past that right now. Um, also, I have um I have to be studying for promotion because uh, at the end of the month I test for. Uh, technical sergeant, and it's basically um, E6 uh, for for the grade. Um, so if I'm if I 
contest and, and score well, I, I get promoted to tech sergeant, um, and I can make a lot more money. And that'd be nice. So oh, that's good. cool. Promotions all round then. The only problem is, yeah, only problem is I haven't studied at all yet, and <laughs> I need to start studying soon. Okay. Um, so we'll see how that goes. What kind of they trust you on? Um, there's two tests that we have to take. One is on basic like Air Force knowledge. Um, just the, and and we have actually a book um, that has all that information. Then they test you another one on your job, and uh, you have to you have books on those as well and you just have to study both of them and you know you you test against everyone else in your like they, there's a certain amount of there's a certain percentage of the, the, who they're going to um promote say like they'll promote 20% of all eligible people um in that you know time frame and you just have to score in that percentile to to make it really um so it's really competitive tech sergeant's one of the actually one of the hardest um ranks to make in the enlisted corps, at least for the Air Force. So, you know, it's going to, it's, it's, I probably won't make it this first time. Uh, very few people actually do. So, um, well, that's a winner's so, yeah. attitude right there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, you know, I figure if I set myself up for disappointment right now, when it actually happens, I won't feel so bad. Ah, God. So, that's usually, um, you know, that's, that's the gay way to That's kind things. of a, yeah, you're that's pathetic. my mantra, yeah. you know. Yeah, Where's that American can-do attitude, damn it? That's not you on the war. Uh, <laughs> in other news, uh, you know, you you guys probably know that I, I've been uh, a long-time blogger at, at PS Fanboy also, in addition to writing for the wonderful Sega Nerds. Well, I resigned uh, just recently. I, I decided to call it quits with them um, for a multitude of reasons, really, um... I don't really want to get into a whole lot about it uh, on here, um, just because a lot of it, some of it's petty, some of it's um, management issues and, and things like that. That I, I felt that the site was just um, mismanaged for a long time, and and some other silly things. So you know, I just figured, you know what, I I don't need this in my life right now. I, it, it was good pay for a little bit, but you know, I don't need I don't need the money, and it just got to the point where it wasn't fun anymore. More, you know, I, I write for fun, especially you know on Sega Nerds when when I'm writing, I'm always having fun, and I think that's one of the great things about about our site is when we do write, we're we're having fun, and we try to have a, a good atmosphere on at least you know in the, on the back, you know in the, in the behind the scenes, we we try to keep a loose um, atmosphere with between the staff, and you know we have fun with it, and that's just wasn't happening um, over there, and you know I was just just decided that the time was was right just to call it quit so I did it and it, I think there was an immediate impact on Sega Nerds because I've posted about 15 articles in the last like 2 or 3 days so <laughs> that's good stuff so yeah. I, I think I'll be able to keep it up and now I have more time for Sega Nerds and that's other good other upcoming good site projects what's that? and other upcoming site projects exactly that yeah, that we'll we'll announce in, in the near future. So, um, so that, yeah, that's that's pretty much what we've been doing this week. Uh, a lot of fun stuff. But now I think it's time for for us to talk a little bit about what we've been playing this week. So, Graham, why don't you why yeah. don't you hop into that? Okay. Do um, we just go first then? Yeah. I want you to go first. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Uh, I recently been I actually recently completed um, Frontlines: Fuel of War. Fairly new FPS game. 
I don't know how long it's been out yeah. for in America, but it came out recently in England. Uh, I, no I accidentally pre-ordered the game at GameStop. I, oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I meant to get a different game, and yeah, you... I, I popped it in, and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> I got the demo, and I, I was I was really disappointed, but uh, it wasn't a bad game, but you tell us about it. Oh, um, to be honest, I, I think it's actually a pretty good game. Uh, I, I played the demo as well, and I didn't think the demo was that great, but I saw the game for quite cheap over here, so I've went for it and uh, yeah I actually thought it was quite good because it's um, it's like a sort of semi-futuristic um, like uh, war kind of game like FPS and like it basically basically each um, campaign you're like in a big sort of war zone kind of area and unlike a lot of like games like um, the Call of Duty games or whatever you actually feel more like you are in a proper war zone like uh, it's like quite big open areas says the guy who hasn't played Call of Duty 4 I've played bits of Call of Duty 4. I haven't got the full game. No, I'm telling though. you right now, Call of Duty 4 owns everything. Any yeah. game, yeah, Call of Duty 4 is, is head right. and shoulders above. Okay. I, I, I was I, I was a non-believer, but I finally picked it up, and it's an amazing game. Okay. You love it so much, why don't you marry it? <laughs> if it had if it had a tits and a vagina, I most certainly would. I hope your wife isn't listening to this. <laughs> no, she's in another room, thank God. <laughs> anyway, anyway, keep going. Yeah, oh, well, okay, compared to Call of Duty 2 and 3 and the Medal of Honor games, you feel like you're in a proper war zone. And, uh, like, the, the, okay. the maps are pretty open. Like, um, rather than being guided to each, like, um, mission objective, you, you can sort of... You normally have, like, two or three mission objectives at the same time. Like, um, go and destroy this or go and capture that or whatever. But you can sort of... You can go about it wherever you want. You can go through the level, like in different routes and stuff, and go on the roof of buildings and climb up ladders and things, whatever. It's a bit more open. Although that said, it's not. It's probably not the best FPS game ever. I wouldn't say that by a long shot, but um, it's pretty good fun. I think if you can get it like reasonable price, then go for it because it's pretty cool. I had a lot of fun with it. And the online multiplayer is meant to have like up to 32 people at once, which I haven't tried out yet, but that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I've also been playing Sonic Riders Zero Gravity for the week. Oh yeah, that new one, right? I played that yet. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, I actually quite like it a lot. Um, I only Did played. You like the first one? I only played the demo of the first one. I thought it was okay, oh, okay. but I didn't think it was that amazing. But um, yeah, this is actually pretty good fun. It's a lot harder than I expected. Like oh, the, the, like the first Sonic Riders, I tried to play that, and that one was really hard. Yeah, too. It, <laughs> like the. It took me like ten goes to complete the first like track, so because <laughs> you have to come in the story mode, you have to come first to progress to the next like track, and uh, yeah, it took me so many goes to do the first few. Once once you get used to the controls and like the way the game plays, it you do actually get better. And, but it's still it's always a challenge. That's the thing. Like um, even when I'd like gotten good at it and I could win pretty much all the time, I was still having to struggle to actually win the races, which I actually quite liked a lot because I hate games where you. You sort of start off slow, but once you get good at it, you just keep winning like instantly. But yeah, is the AI is cheap up. though? Like no, the, that's the thing. Like, the AI is not that cheap. It's um, it, they just seem to like well, they seem to race just pretty well. That they um, I wouldn't say they're like, yeah. cheating or anything like that. So that's one of the things I hate. Like in like especially the Mario Kart games. Oh god, yeah. Uh, on the harder difficulty settings, like the AI doesn't get any better; it just gets a lot cheaper. Yeah, no, it's it, yeah, that, yeah. That's that's pretty much you know par for the course throughout the entire. <laughs> all of the gaming, really. There's very few games where no, you not actually all games. up your... No, 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 you're right. There's, there's, but that's more the exception, I, I, th- I think. In most games, when you up the difficulty, it's um, just 
you know the enemies have more life or you know your your um, attacks do less damage or they're just faster or silly things like that but um, it's nice when games can actually make the AI more intelligent you know when you up your difficulty rather yeah. than just making rather than like nerfing you or making them you know stronger so yeah, I, I don't know I, if, if that has anything to do with anything we we're talking about. But. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, well, so I'd like to tell Sonic Riders only got like one difficulty setting, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty challenging. That's what I can say, and it's uh, it's actually a lot well, of fun. And, like, and that's, it's it's on the what? It's on the Wii, right? And it's the on the PS2 and the PS2. Yeah. I've been playing the Wii version, which. Uh, uh, which controls have you been using? I hear you can use the GameCube controller, like for more traditional stuff, or the Wii remote. I hear the Wii remote controls aren't that good. Um, it depends. The Wii remote you can use in two different ways. You can either hold it like the sort of um, virtual console style, like like a NES controller on its horizontal. And NES. 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 Yeah, NES. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody that says Nez except you. It's a lot. A lot of the Europeans do that. Yeah, Man, crazy Europeans. Okay, yeah. would you call the Super Nintendo then? Super Nintendo. Okay, when it's SNES. in it, you call it the SNES. Yeah, and if I ever said SNES, it was SNES, not SNES. Yeah, we say SNES because that's what it is. We call it N64. Yeah, N64. What do you say? N64. <laughs> now that would be retarded. Come on. <laughs> what, you know well, what retarded is? Snez. <laughs> snez sounds like somebody that doesn't know how to say the past tense of sneeze. <laughs> yeah, I snezzed. God, nice. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, uh, as you were. Yeah, you can control it in different ways. God, God damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can either hold it like, um, okay, like Excite Truck on the Wii. Have you played that? Mm, yes. Yeah. Okay. You can hold it like that, so you can sort of tilt it to steer, and uh, that's pretty it's inaccurate. Not accurate, though. Yeah. That, it's terrible. It, I actually thought that was terrible. Okay. Yeah, and um, to that's actually, the thing is, to accelerate and brake, you have to sort of twist it forward and back. To oh, um, I hate that. It's and like the, yeah. in, uh, that Sonic game. That uh, yeah, just those controls really bug yeah. me. Yeah. Um. Or or with the Wiimote, you sort of hold it horizontally, and um, you, it's almost like you're pointing at the screen, like um. Yeah, like, you're, like almost like you've got a pointer on the screen, and you can sort of steer that way, like you sort of point the roughly direction you want to go. And that is actually pretty good. Once you get used to it, it's actually really good, it's really accurate. And then you've got the GameCube controller, obviously, but that is terrible. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. Why is it, that terrible? Because to actually accelerate and stuff, you have to hold down the analog stick forward, but to, also oh, you've got to turn wait, at the same you time. you can hold down a button? No. You have to hold Are down you the sure? Well, on the set when I played it, it only had three options, which is the two Wiimotes and then the GameCube controller, and you had and to hold down forward. There's no way to hold the button down to accelerate. Oh, the, like, the other buttons do jump and me, stuff. Like, so, I think this came up in a discussion on one of my other sites at the GHZ, and I didn't really pay attention. But I think that several people at the GHZ said that there is a way to accelerate using a button and right. not forward on the stick. I'd have to find out about that. But oh, I'd have to look into it now, but yeah. I don't remember. That's what I remember reading now. Because, uh, yeah, uh, that's one thing that annoyed me. I was thinking, okay, I'm, these Wiimote controls are pretty tricky, so I think I'll try out the GameCube controller. And I tried it out and I was like, this is terrible. Uh, yeah. it's, just, it's just so hard to... So basically the GameCube controls like crap. Is there is there what, one good that, control scheme at all? The horizontal you style... like the one where yeah. you point the, at the screen. Yeah, the horizontal oh, style right. was actually quite good. I quite like that. I mean, 
I, I got, I, it took me a few goes to get used to it, but once I got so used weird, to it, though. yeah, it is weird. When you first start using it, it's quite weird, but it gets becomes really natural after a while. And it's just like it just it just feels natural, basically, towards the end of it. And I, after I started using it, I was, I was like winning the races. So yeah, uh, but that's like that's good. Yes, that is good. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, it's a pretty fun game. Um, yeah, and last. Wait, are you going to review it for the site, or uh, I have I have actually written up a review, and I've yet to post it. I've got to edit oh. it. It's, it's way too long. <laughs> it's like like oh, it, that's right, yeah. It's like two oh, and a half thousand yeah, words. I think we were going to like try and work out some new review policy yeah. stuff soon. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, and actually, you're, you're going to be talking about that later on in, in the Nerdcast. Oh, right. Okay, so yeah, I'll try and <laughs> do a short intro to it later. Cool. Yep. Um, okay. And one last is that, game. Is that all you've been playing? One or, last yeah, game. No, that can't be Quickly. That can't yeah, be you know Graham's me. always <laughs> playing. Actually, uh, I'm excited about this one. You are? Yeah, okay. no, I really am. Okay, so, it's Endless Ocean on the Wii. Yay! Yay! Ooh. Uh... <laughs> I've actually only just literally started playing it. I've only played it for like two or three hours, and uh, it's pretty good, I guess. Well, yeah, what, what is it? What, tell us what it's about. Um, as, well, as far as I can tell from what I've played of it, you literally just you're swimming around in the ocean looking for stuff. There you go. I'm sure that there's probably some sort of storyline or something, but I haven't got that far into the game yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> exciting. I, I saw it. I saw it at the store, and I almost bought it for for my daughters because I thought it'd, it'd be a really cool game for them just to just to hang out and, and play because it didn't seem like there was much of a storyline to it from from what I read about um, just from the back of the box it, it would seem like you just kind of swim around and and you scuba dive under the ocean and uh, you just kind of hang out and look at stuff under the water and it, it seems just like a very cool casual game for them yeah it seems like something that they would like I think yeah I think for like the family and stuff and people who like just who've just bought a Wii recently it's actually quite a cool game so you get used to the controls and stuff and it's actually really relaxing it's, surprisingly the graphics are pretty good as well for the Wii especially I mean when you look yeah, at I, it I was talking to oh I'm sorry go ahead no no I was just going to say when you, when you look at it it's, it does it does look pretty good basically carry on yeah I was talking to James also um, you know from, from the staff and he was telling me uh, that there's also an online mode too, so we yeah. can actually meet up with with a friend, and you can both go diving together. Yeah, I saw I saw that on the back of the box. Yeah, you can swim around with um, a friend or whatever and do stuff together. Um, haven't tried it out yet because <laughs> I've got no Wii friends. So, well, I've got a couple Aww. like you, and uh, I think Nathan's on my friend list. Yeah. Yeah. Great. But uh, <laughs> well, is it engaging? That looks kind of like it looks really open-ended, but like almost to the point where there doesn't seem to be much of an objective other than to like swim around and look at stuff. Um, yeah. Well, right now that's pretty much all you're doing, like swimming around, looking at stuff. But uh, they keep giving you, you sort of right now being asked to like look at certain things, and then they go, okay, that's it for the day. If you want to come up back to the boats, you can, or you can keep swimming. So I think later on you do get different things you can do. I'm not mm. sure. To be honest, I'll probably have to talk about it like, another time <laughs> when I've actually played it <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's me done. Uh, okay. Do you want to go, Chris? All right. Well, yeah, sure thing. Um, there, I've been playing a couple of uh, games actually, and they're both Nintendo DS titles, and that's what's weird because I literally haven't played my Nintendo DS in in probably about four or five months. Same here. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Professor Layton is one of them, and it is an incredibly awesome game. Um, it's basically just um, 
just a bunch of puzzles, really. Um, and well, why don't you tell me why this game is better than any other DS puzzle collection game? Because, like, as we all know, the DS has plenty of those already to begin right. with. Well, so it's, what it's makes not, this one stand out? It's not like the normal like brain teaser type of games, like where you just do simple math puzzles or, or things like that. These are actually ones that you take time, and and they're more. Um, they're a lot more complex and they're a lot harder um, where you actually have to take time and you know sit and, and really 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 look at at the the situation and and try to find it the the difficulty in these are a lot a lot harder than the ones that you know the ones that are the more popular titles out there um, like brain training and, and all that other crap um, but uh just the art direction's really really kind of cool um, with the game. Um, the writing's really, really quirky and, and fun, um, and there's just—I don't know—it's just a really cool game. Basically, it's um, it's you and you're this kid, and you're you're writing along with this this guy, Professor Layton, and he's kind of like a detective, um, and you're going to this this town where you're trying to find a golden apple um, that's hidden somewhere in the town, and every basically everyone you talk to. Before you ask them something, or you need something from them to get to, you know, the next objective or whatever. But everyone makes you do a puzzle really before they um, will tell you anything. So it's it's basically a series of puzzles strung together through a storyline. Um, right. And and what's really cool though is um, every week um, the developer level five they come out with a new free downloadable puzzle that you can do, and they're extremely hard. Um, and uh, to make it a little bit easier, though, um, throughout the game, you can find these hidden coins, um, and uh, you'll, you can use them to buy hints. So there's like there's three hints in, in each and every puzzle, and the, the more hints you buy, the, the easier it becomes, and the more it tells you. Um, so it, you know, so in that respect, it makes it a little bit easier. Um, but some of them are just really, really hard. So yeah. it's a really cool game so far. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's definitely worth the $30. And I was really surprised because my wife has been playing the hell out of it. She's probably been playing it more than I have. And it's really cool when I can finally get my wife playing a game. And, you know, she's actually sometimes better at it than I am. And I like that, too. So yeah, a really cool game. I think I'll try it out because Hudson was telling me a lot of good things about it also. And I really like Level 5 as a developer because they make some good games. Do you, know if it's, do you know if it's being released in Europe? Uh, it should be. I mean, the art direction looks, uh, to me at least, it, it, I think it's based in Europe. Okay. Um, oh, that doesn't it mean it's like, released in Europe. I would I would assume it would be, though. I mean, uh, it, it's it's definitely an awesome game. It would be a shame if it wasn't. So, um, The other game I'm playing, though, is, is Mystery Dungeon Shire and the Wanderer. It's, just, it's probably the, the most recent release from Sega... Uh, and I just got it in actually this af- this morning. Uh, UPS dropped it off at my house, and I've been playing it quite a bit. It's uh, it's actually I think the game was released uh, years ago, and it was just ported to the DS by Chunsoft. And I- I'm not a big fan of the Mystery Dungeon series, or actually I've never played them before um, before this game. But apparently, it it's quite a quite a big series, at least in Japan, and they're just now bringing them over here. They Recently, did a Pokemon mystery dungeon or a po- Pokemon dungeon style game. Um, named oh, after you play these that. are all like roguelikes, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it, it's kind of a neat game, I guess. Um, 
it's you know all it's a top down um, RPG. You know, like kind, it's kind yeah. of like an kind of like an RPG, but um, I don't know if anybody else knows the concept of roguelikes. I'm not really familiar with it, and I don't really like them that much. Yeah, I, honestly, up to, to this game, I haven't really been too familiar with them either. Um, but there's, there's, I don't know. I, it's probably too early for me to, you know, give my full impressions about the game. Um, but so far, it, it's kind of cool. Definitely um, very, very Japanese-inspired. I mean, everything about the game, um, you know. It's just a port of the Super felt. Nintendo one, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, but like I said, I don't know too much about the game. I just started playing today. I've maybe put in about an hour and a half into it so far. Um, pretty cool games so far. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing this week. So, what about you, Nathan? Well, I haven't really been playing much as usual because school <laughs> and all that keeps me busy. But when I do have time, and now that I do on spring break, I'll probably be playing a lot of Team Fortress Two. Um, if you guys nice. have heard of that, it's basically like Graham was saying that his game Frontline is probably not the best shooter ever. I think Team Fortress 2 is one of the best shooters ever. It's just amazingly fun and really, really great competitive online multiplayer shooter. It's like It's got nine different classes and they all play very differently and the game is really well balanced and it's hmm. just really easy to have a lot of fun you just you can jump in and there's all the different classes play differently so it's something to fit the style for everybody is that the PC version you say you got yeah I'm playing the PC version okay. now, why would I play a shooter on like with a controller it's not keyboard fun. or nothing it's fun damn it oh come on no <laughs> if you're gonna play Team <laughs> Fortress 2 just play it on the PC or don't play it at all please I'm telling you you don't want to play the console <laughs> versions because on top of that, the PC version has been receiving lots of updates, like, constantly, with a lot of fixes and new maps and content and stuff, while the console versions haven't received anything. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. That's weird. I wonder why that is. I wonder if it's just because... It's actually an issue with um, the Microsoft and Sony and how they want to charge for content and stuff. Valve was saying that they, uh, the, the developers, they said they wanted to release the... PC content for free on the console versions, but it's actually up to Microsoft and Sony. Right. So mm. that's why it's taking so long. Okay. I've also been playing Audio Surf, which is available on Steam also. What it's like a, an independent developed music game. It's kind of like Frequency or Amplitude. If you guys have okay. played that. Nope. It basically, it's like kind of like a... Um, kind of like a racing game almost you like drive around on a track kind of like F-Zero and uh, except you're not racing anybody you're just riding on a track and the coolest part is you actually load any song file on your computer like any MP3s you have and the game will make a custom built track based on that uh, the MP3 data so every song is different and like all the turns and bumps and whatever just go along with the music and the beat, and then you um, have to, like, hit blocks or avoid blocks to get points, and there's a bunch of different ways to play it, like 14 different modes. Cool. It's actually really, really cool. It's only $10 on Steam. Hmm. How, how are the graphics? What does it look like? It looks really like, nice. It's really it stylized. Cool. It's kind of like... Oh, I don't know. I... It's, it's really simplistic, I guess. Like, the graphics are mostly either white or black and then like the track is either mostly white or black and then 
there's a lot of effects and stuff, and then the colored blocks, and whenever you hit stuff, like there's a lot of effects on the screen and all that. You have to see it in uh, like in action. Like there's a lot of videos and stuff, and there's actually a free demo on Steam, so you also ch- should just try it. Okay. Maybe I should download cool. that Steam. Yeah, uh, I've been telling you to get it <laughs> for months, yeah. if not years. So yeah, try it. And there's also like all online right. scoreboards and all that. So you can see what other song, like the songs that other people are playing, and like compete with them and all that. It's really, really cool. Okay, is is that all you've been playing this week? Uh, I've also been playing uh, some Nights into Dreams on the PlayStation Two. Nice. Uh, yeah, for those that don't know, it was ported to the PlayStation Two only in Japan, and it was recently released, like last week or two weeks ago or something, and. So uh, Hudson uh, imported a copy, and so we got together and um, played the hell out of it, like six hours straight. Oh, Unlocked shit. everything. <laughs> Took a lot of pictures and videos that I haven't had time to put up on the site yet, but I will, and we'll have a write-up and a review and all that. Can you tell it's us really, really... anything about it? Like how? Good, what how do you, you want to know? Well, Ask any questions you want. Is it, is it as good as the... Ah, you uh, I was gonna say, is it as good as Assassin version? Like when now you're playing it again, like on the PlayStation I'd Two. I have to say, it's it like I don't know if I can compare the two really because it's the exact same game. So for uh, basically, I mean, if you love the Saturn game, it's the exact same game just on the PlayStation Two. And the best part is, it's on the PlayStation Two um, at a higher resolution with better graphics. Yeah, how so, are the graphics? Like the graphic, does it actually look like good? Like now the graphics being redone, or does it yeah, just it look like? It doesn't look like as good as like I guess most PlayStation Two games, but it looks it it just looks way better than the Saturn version. Like everything is at a higher resolution, and um, the draw distance is a lot farther out, so you can see like way more of the level at a time. It actually looks a lot better in motion, and just it looks really really slick. No slowdown. Like really sharp frame rate and everything. It just it looks beautiful in motion. Cool. How um how well does the uh, the PS2 controller the the DualShock 2 work? work? Um, I think it works great. And uh, this is something else that uh, Hudson agrees with me and will probably show up in the review when we write it. Is that like you know how the the PlayStation 2 analog joystick is uh, circular. So yeah. you have full, like, full, true 360-degree freedom um, mm-hmm. on the stick, which is exactly like the way the Saturn stick was. So it's a really good match, I think, especially since that's, the, that's... the Saturn analog pad was kind of primitive as far as, like, design goes because it was one of the first to have that kind of thing. So, I mean, right. PlayStation 2 controller, um, the just the form factor has been around for so long and still is around today with the PlayStation 3, so... You know, it's one of those tried and true things. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we're all comfortable holding the PlayStation 2 controllers. So. No, excuse me. That's right. Yeah, I think it works out really well. And uh, it was one of the th- issues that both Hudson and I had with the Wii version, Journey of Dreams, the right. sequel. How like the you have notches in the joystick. Yeah. So it's really hard to get like some of those precise like really sharp turns. Like down right, but it yeah because it's really an octagon or an octagonal um, layout with with the analog, so it's almost like an eight point. You know, yeah, analog. exactly. So it, I find I found myself like missing a lot of 
uh, rings and all that just because um, I wasn't pushing the exa- uh, pushing like the way I wanted to because I kept falling into the notches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was unfortunate. But there's no problems like that on the PlayStation 2, so. Cool. How import friendly is it? Um, Hudson just ordered it off uh, PlayAsia. That's play-asia.com. And um, it came, it arrived really fast. No real problems. And I mean, the the biggest problem is um, you have to have like uh, a way to play imported games on your PlayStation 2. Right. So that involves like generally some sort of mod or whatever. Being naughty. It, yeah, well, as long as I'm not playing illegal copies, right? Yeah. But, but is it is it pretty easy to navigate the menus and everything like that? Is there oh, any English, it's like it's um, almost all in English. All the menus are in English. <laughs> and, like we took pictures of everything just to show you all, and uh, those will be up on the site soon. But wow. yeah, like pretty much the only stuff, um, like whenever the sa- uh, the game saves or whatever, that's in Japanese, and some of the dialogue is in. Je- I mean, like all the. Like, there's some voiceover stuff from some of the extras and all that. But, like, all the main menu options and all that, it's all in English. Cool. Uh, that's okay, kind of nice. weird. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, all right. Why, why don't you uh, take us right on into the uh, the next segment, Nathan? Okay. Up next is our feature, The Good, The Bad, and The Other Thing, where we cover three different interesting aspects of the gaming news world, I guess, over the past week or so. In this Nerdcast, um, the good thing is um, Sega of Japan is preparing some sort of event for the Dreamcast 10th anniversary at the website dreamcast.com. You can register your Dreamcast serial number there and get an email account. Um, I actually don't know too much about this because I just found out about it a few minutes ago. So, um, who posted that on the site? Was that you, Graham? It was yeah, Graham, yeah, it was. Yeah, Graham, why, why don't you, you tell, tell us more about, about that? Oh, great! I don't, I don't actually know that much about it. To be honest, I just saw. Uh, you wrote the post, so you, yeah. just, you tell us about uh, it. Jesus. Uh, well, here's the thing. I don't, I don't even think it's for uh, the tenth anniversary thing. Oh, but some who people wrote have that, said. Is, some is, people have said. Official. Every, yeah, everyone's speculating this for the tenth anniversary. All but right, like, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, take that back then. The um. Uh, when the um, yeah, in Japan, the Dreamcast released in like November, so it's a bit weird. Like, why Sega would be doing it if it's a 10th anniversary thing? If they seem oh, to be doing it quite November early in the year, don't they? Yeah. Right, November '98. Yeah, is when it was released. So yeah. where did you hear about this then? And um, actually, um, a friend of Ryan in real life told him about oh. it, and there's like a, a post on Sega, the Sega boards, oh. um, and yeah. Uh, there's some guy wrote on the Sega Awards about it, basically. Wow. So uh, we really have no idea, like, what this is actually for. No. Uh, <laughs> when you no, actually go to, the, they don't really say on the Sega website either. They just start. They basically just asking, "Do you still own a Dreamcast?" And you can. It's got like a big, ad, big thing saying, "Do you still own a Dreamcast?" And if you click on it, um, you can register your Dreamcast and get your own sort of um, Dreamcast like account thing. Uh, like oh, a, it's like, like an a, email address or something. Yeah, like a sort of own email account. Um, which says like some what something 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 at user dot dreamcast dot com, depending on like what your account is going to be set up as. Hmm, so uh, we're not sure what it is, and um, the link is actually called DC Promo two thousand and eight. So yeah, your hmm. guess is as good as mine, really. 
Well, let the speculation begin. Yeah. Are they, are they going to like, check out the post on the site? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Grant was sending me all this information, like, oh my gosh, I think it, it, Sega's going to be supporting <laughs> the, the Dreamcast again in Japan. Don't get your hopes up too high. <laughs> I, I, was, I was saying that as like a joke, but that'd be pretty cool, eh? <laughs> like, <laughs> I can just imagine all the Dreamcast fans, well, all the Sega fans going, oh, Dreamcast being re-released, woo! So, uh, well, we don't know what it is, really. Hopefully, we'll find out soon enough, but right now, it's, yeah, your guess is as good as ours, really. Yeah, maybe it's just an email address and nothing more. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But it just seems a bit weird while they're asking, do we still own Dreamcast? And when you actually sign up for it, they ask you to put in your Dreamcast serial number, so... Yeah, so why do you need a serial number just to get an email address? Yeah. What's weird, though, is, is your actual... When you when you register and put your serial number in, that's actually the username for your email address and your account when, when you sign in. So, Are you serious? So you have to use that to log in every time? Who the hell is yeah. going to memorize their Dreamcast serial number? Well, what's even more weird, though, or, or stupid, the email you get only gives you your username and password. There's no other information or instructions to you know, actually like, access this email account. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's all so really weird right it's now, still so. not even fully implemented yet. It does. I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like it is. It's, it seems like my account's been created, but it doesn't. I haven't been sent any instructions at all as as far as how to access my email account. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I haven't even received any email from it. I, I I signed up for it, and I haven't got anything back from Seiko at all. So screw it. Did them. you check your spam folder or something? Yeah, I did. Might and, have uh, filtered out. Oh. I checked my spam, and yeah, it, oh. I don't know. I don't but know. Honestly, is this something that you're actually going to use ever? This email account? Probably not. But I'm I'm interested to see what it's all about because yeah. it, it's just a bit weird if they're just giving us an email account. What the hell is that for? But. Uh, I don't uh, know. Maybe it's a big thing in Japan. Email. <laughs> 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 I, I was yeah. just wondering, maybe Sega Japan are thinking about doing something with Dreamcast Online scene or something like maybe setting up the servers again, seeing how many people still own Dreamcast and whatever. I don't know. That's just like one guess I had. How like, many people still use 56k though? Well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Alright, well, moving on. Yeah. That was the good, I guess. It's still kind of mysterious. <laughs> yeah. We don't know yeah. much about it. Um, the, the bad for this week is apparently some guy got a tattoo of, uh, I guess it's just the letter P, S, and then 3. I guess standing <laughs> yeah, that's all the it PlayStation is. 3, that's all it is. It's not, it's not even the PlayStation 3 logo, like in the PS3 font or anything. He just got... Um, the word PS3 tattooed on his body. Um, on his arm, I think. Oh, was it on his arm? Is he, yeah, like, from, is he from England or something? Gotta hope I not. think he is from, from the UK somewhere. What? Actually, um, <laughs> there's actually, yeah, on Destructoid, there's actually a small, um, they have a small quote from him. Uh-huh. And here, here's what he says about it. He says, how is this really any different from any other tattoo people get done? It's my life, my choice, and I find people hating me for doing something that affects them in no way at all. I think that says a lot about the society we currently live in. Wow. So <laughs> basically, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> exactly. Graham. So what's, do you what's know him? Even more like, <laughs> is he your neighbor or something? Is he <laughs> you? Is it actually you in disguise? Yeah. 
that. <laughs> no way. Uh, what, what I really can't wait is when, when Sony launches the PS4. I mean, <laughs> what, what's this guy going to do then? And it's like, oh, that's not cool anymore. Or it never was cool in the first place, but it's, it gets even. It's going to get even less cool, you know, as as the generations go on. So <laughs> it's funnier though because he's like he looks like he's in his forties or something. Yeah. I How can you tell that? What the hell is wrong with this guy? How can you tell he's in his forties? All I've got a picture of is an arm here. Oh, I thought I saw a picture of his face. All right, okay. I, 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 I saw something else actually. I don't know. It's late. Yeah, but, never mind. Cool. Okay. No, 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 he is right. Yeah, he, he is right. Yeah, there's um, he posted it on Laptop Logic. Oh yeah, I saw it there. And he really he looks like a very strange man. <laughs> <laughs> he looks almost like Freddy Krueger without the makeup. So. Oh yeah, I can see yeah, actually. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Oh my god. This is definitely somewhere in in England. You guys are fucked up. <laughs> Graham. Do you have any tattoos? <laughs> no. And, uh, Are you sure? Not even like one on your butt cheek that you don't want to tell us about? <laughs> God damn you. Are you sure? Yeah, oh, this guy, on, spill. This, this guy online, he goes by the name of Three Speech on like on different forums. And that's actually um, one of the official Sony blogs, Three Speech. It's, it's the UK oh uh, Sony blog. So is this so, guy just like a hardcore like Sony fan or something? I, apparently, this guy's oh. a psycho. Jesus. Yeah. They, yeah. If what? you're a crazy Sony fan, you're psycho. If you're a crazy Sega fan, then you're cool. Yeah, damn right. Yeah, damn definitely. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you I, know what? Though, if, oh, if, I'd still make fun of anyone who got like a, a Sega tattoo. I think. Especially some if it just said Sega on it. I mean, <laughs> you, you get a little bit more creative than that. I think. And you're gonna make Graham cry. That's a secret tattoo. <laughs> God damn you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, the next thing, then, those are the, the bad. We've got the good, the bad. And now the other thing is, um, uh, as of right now, this Saturday, here in the United States, Super Smash Bros. Brawl is going to be released tomorrow, Sunday. Or, for most of us, actually, uh, at midnight tonight. And, uh, uh, you know what? It, it actually just it, it turned midnight here. About 30 minutes ago, so people are probably playing it in Guam as we speak. Do you have midnight launches in Guam? Yeah. Oh, well, you're missing out. Because yeah, as we well, all know, um, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is in Super Smash Bros. Brawl. So all you Sega fans that want to see Sonic kick some plumber ass for real, uh, <laughs> you can finally do that starting tonight. That's right. <laughs> Great. That's awesome. So... Are you guys uh, pretty excited about this game then? Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, well, I'll probably get it, but I, I'm not as excited as everyone else is. I, uh, yeah, I'm not that bothered. No, I mean, I'm pretty excited. Like, I like all the Smash Brothers games. They're all really good party games. Good for playing with friends, and I'm excited about trying, like, playing as Sonic. So, um, actually, like, one of my friends is gonna go pick it up at midnight tonight and I'll probably go with him and then we're gonna pull another all nighter. Oh and play it all night. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. See, I'm, telling I'm you not that getting much sleep. <laughs> yeah. Today. Spring break is supposed to be about relaxing, right? I'm just like skipping sleep completely. <laughs> or hanging out with a bunch of naked women. Yeah. But you play games. That's your choice. I like it. 
Well, it's not like I really have a choice, because if you gave me a bunch of naked women to hang out with, I would probably choose to hang out with them. Uh, that's not the that's that's problem, not... though. Just the naked women choose not to hang out with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's the problem we all suffer. No, no, this is you. <laughs> you don't have to lie to make yourself feel better, okay? I know you, Graham. Hey, I've got this crazy PS3 tattoo on my arm. The chicks love that sort of thing. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so Super Smash Bros. Brawl, good stuff. It, it's uh, kicking off tomorrow and right now in Guam. It's got so. online play, so that means we got to try it out with each other. Cool. Yeah, yeah. definitely got to do that. That'll be fun. I, I'm kind of late to the party, having never played... Uh, a Super Smash Brothers game ever. See, that amazes so. me because you have young children and like they love that kind of stuff. It's like, well, and not on top of that, it's a good game to play with like your friends and family, right? So you should bond with your daughters. Maybe I'll do that. We'll see. Yeah, no yeah. better way yeah. to bond with your children than like kick their ass at a video game, right? Yeah, yeah or just do it in real life. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. We're gonna call child uh, protection services on you someday. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, all right, it's time for the newsstand now. Um, some big news this week, as far as uh, the, the Sega and Sega nerds goes. Um, as, as you know, Graham posted a, a few, maybe a couple of weeks ago, about a Sonic Chronicles naming contest where Sega was gonna let uh, their their fans basically vote on different names uh, for one of the enemy races in Sonic Chronicles, the new Bioware RPG. Uh, well, Sega also asked Sega nerds to come up with one of those names um, that are going to be involved in a contest, and we argued for several days over what name we were going to choose, and there, there was quite a bit of names, um, but we ta- you know, narrowed them all down, and we finally decided on the ZOA, um, and... Uh, you know, we submitted that, and, and the the voting, the contest has gone live, and since then, <laughs> everyone's crashed the servers, uh, Sega servers, and now the website's pretty much broken. Except Sega's finally been able to put up the 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 poll. Pretty much, that's it that that you can access. But that's the important thing, I guess. Um, so yeah, you can still go vote. Um, and and Graham, I'll let you go ahead and name the rest of the choices. This is uh. our competition. You know, we voted for the ZOA, but here's here's what everyone else chose. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. That, but just to point out, it's the name of the race, not of actually a specific um, character. So, yeah. Um, there's the the Blue Chaos, and that's B-L-U-Chaos, not with an E in it. So, yeah. Are you sure it's pronounced Blue Chaos? Well, what or else? It's like Blue Chaos, uh... or Blue Chows. Or Blechaus. Yeah, well... <laughs> it could be French. Yeah, that could be one of the French sites, yeah. Um, yeah. The Crushers. Either way, that's that's not very original. Yeah. So, it's, okay, it's not, well, I guess it's maybe original, but it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've also got The Crushers. Oh, wow. Ooh. Uh, this okay. is what this is one like, of my that's the kind of name that like your four year old son would come up with. Yeah. Hey, Daddy, let's name them the. Crushes. I actually think that, that that can't even be real. That has to be more of a joke. <laughs> I mean, honestly, who would even vote for something like that? Yeah, you have to be seriously <laughs> like, retarded to vote for that. That's like almost as bad as like the bad guys, or you know, the 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 mean aliens from outer space, or something. The like meanies. That. Yeah. 
this have? is probably one of my 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 favourite ones ever with them. The dark nude. <laughs> uh, what the hell is that? <laughs> it's dark nude. N o o d, not n u d e. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Um, you got you got the Bioware one, which is uh, the dusk. So Bioware actually chose that one. Well, fan, yeah, I, think, I think the fans uh, on the Bioware website chose it or something. So really, well, I'm gonna make fun of it anyway because <laughs> it's also crap. What's that got to do with the aliens? Dusk. Dusk Nothing. means like evening, or you know, when the sun's <laughs> going down, right? It doesn't look. Yeah. It just when I look at the, and we have a picture of the alien now on the site, um, like yeah. it just. It does not fit. The name doesn't fit at all, so no. it's crap. <laughs> um, I agree. Next up is the gravitus, which I Here's believe is Latin for heavy. Questionable pronunciation. Right, but you know this is this is pretty interesting because we one of one of the names that we were actually um, arguing on and, and voting on was actually the gravitas um, instead of gravitus. It was gravitas. It didn't. It obviously didn't make the you know the final select. But that was kind of weird how close that one was to, yeah. to this one. Maybe that means that that's like a name that is the. Uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> Something that comes to mind immediately when you look at the picture of it. So maybe that's what should have won. I don't know. Hmm. But I'm, I'm no, don't say that. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we did it because how stupid would that be if there was a gravitas and gravitas yeah. on there? You'd think that somebody at Sega would email us back and tell us to send a different name. Yeah, they probably would have done that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the gravitus means heavy, I believe, and gravitas means energy, I've got a feeling, in Latin. Is so, it? Uh, something like that. Um, I did have some sort of Latin dictionary on my computer, I can't find right now. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, m- moving on, we've got The Guardians. <laughs> Which very original. Yeah. Although there's one guy on our, our forums who seems to love that. Oh, nice. Do you know who, I can't remember Jesus. who it was now. What, somebody likes that name? Yeah, on on our forums there's some guy who seems to like it. Um I can't remember I who it is. Like, what, was it was like Doctor Sega Monkey or something like that? Can we ban him? <laughs> we should. Because if they're bad guys and they're coming to like attack Sonic why would they be guardians of anything? Yeah. It just uh, makes no sense. The Maybe they're guardian. On some more shitty names, Graham. Yeah, yeah. Not cool. through yet. <laughs> now, now, for, now for probably the best one ever. Uh, the Ice Bow. God, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, original. There's a word here. I-C-E-B-O and just the... <laughs> The word just reminds me of placebo, just because of the spelling. It's <laughs> um, so bad. God, that's bad. Holy crap. This is one that's probably... It, it, it's still shitty, but it's not as bad as yeah. anything else. These were all submitted by other community sites, so these other sites must be filled with retards. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> the, the net, you hear okay. that? Other sites? Y'all suck. <laughs> Okay, the next one is the Psychor, which I think some sort of reference to a game. Someone told me, but I don't know. Really? Uh, that's P S Y K O R E. Uh, yeah, it's there we that go. It just <laughs> sounds. It just looks. That word looks and sounds like 
the extreme 90s and comic books of that era. Sounds like some the name of some supervillain from like X Men in the 90s, at least to me. Yeah. Or like Psylocke. Yeah, exactly. Ah, X Woman. Yeah, but she was hot though. Purple Damn hair. Right. I loved her. Mmm. <laughs> Nerd alert. Oh yeah. <laughs> and wait, wait, we finally, but certainly not least, what do we have, Graham? Oh, we have the fantastically wonderful, brilliant the Zoa. Oh my God! Who came up with that? I know those, those people must be sexy. Oh, Damn yeah. sexy. Um, and in case, in case you're wondering, so this is uh, anyone who doesn't know yet, um, we've actually chosen, partly one of the reasons why we chose the name is it's actually a reference to Panzer Dragoon Saga, uh, the brilliant Sega Saturn RPG, um, which is actually the name of the forest in the game, which burns down towards the end, but yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of, kind of like a, a, Se- a Sega fan, sort of like an ode to that game kind of thing, like Sega reference, which is... Not only is our name badass and awesome, it's also a Sega Nerd reference. Damn right. Yeah, that's, that's one of the things we wanted to do, is we wanted to come up with a good name, but we also wanted to, to pay homage to kind of, you know, just the history of Sega, um, and we wanted to, to have a little bit more meaning than just some random name that we thought sounded cooler, um, you know, or anything like that. So Blue we came chaos. up with that. Yeah, so... <laughs> Blue chaos. Uh, so yeah, I think the Zoa is definitely definitely cool, um, and it, it means something, so it's not just a random name that we, you know, you know just thought up. Psychore! This is something that, that that means something to, to hardcore Sega fans out there, and to, to real Sega nerds, they definitely know its meaning, and, you know, we're counting on you guys to, to vote and to pull us through, and hopefully the Zoa will be the final name. And, yeah. you know, then I think, I think Graham, if we get chosen, won't we, will we be in the, the game's credits? Well, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but I was told that possibly we will actually have it be mentioned in the game's credits. And it'll, um, it'll, it'll, yeah, basically, when you complete the game or whatever, it should actually say, like, Sega Nerds, or it should, hopefully it'll have all oh. our names in it. What it should say is every time the word Zoa appears in the game, it should have a link to Sega Nerds. <laughs> and they owe us five dollars. Should, shouldn't we get like some kind of money from this though? Too? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't there some kind of product like profit sharing that has to be done? Well, well I think we could talk to Sega about it. Uh, yeah, yeah maybe but, talk to some of your people in Sega Europe and, and yeah. figure that out. What yeah. we will promise is that if the Zoa wins, what we do know for sure is that Graham will post topless pictures of himself. Damn right. And if that, if that fails, we could probably have some sort of competition just giving away some good prizes for you guys, hey? How's that? Good bribery <laughs> there. <laughs> when is the poll going to end? Do we know? Uh, March the 14th. And oh, 14th. I think they said that... The, so that's what, like next Thursday or Friday, something like that? Yeah, something like that. Um, uh, I think, I think they're Friday. actually going to announce it on March the 15th when it's, when it's done. Oh, like, so um, there's only a couple more days left to vote. So get voting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Voting, so well, go so go to your what? grandmother's so and your what? parents' house, and you know if you've already voted at your own house, go somewhere else and vote. Just keep voting. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> go, go to a library. Use all the computers there. Or an internet exactly. cafe. Anyway. Yeah. All right, good. moving on. Um, big big news out of Japan. Yakuza Three just debuted, and it sold 113,000 copies in its first day which is actually very, very huge. Um, with that 
total, it makes it the fourth best-selling PS3 launch title uh, or PS3 title uh, in its first day in Japan. So basically, it's the fourth best-selling launch game in in Japan of all time for the PlayStation 3. Um, so good. it's very very huge for Yakuza 3. It's, it looks like it's gonna be a, a massive massive game for Sega. In Just Japan. like the first two were. Like I mean, the Yakuza series has sold really well in Japan. Unfortunately, it's not the case over here in America. Well, well we only have the first game right now. You know, we're gonna be getting the second game sometime. Are we Sega still? Like I know they announced it, but they haven't mentioned anything since then. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was kind of like swept under the rug. So mm. to speak. Wow. Yeah, you know, it, it would be nice if, if the thing is that it has the second game has to be released here before Yakuza Three. If there's just no point to if they're gonna go ahead and and you know, are the stories that linked? Like, uh, well, no, I mean, I'm sure not, they could stand I mean, alone, kind of. Yeah, because Yakuza Three set hundreds of years before, isn't it? So yeah, I guess in a way it could yeah, be released on its own. But still, but but why would anyone? Who's a PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3 owner? Go ahead and, and buy Yakuza 2 after they buy Yakuza 3, and and is playing that. Unless they just wanted, you know, for continuity and just play. Exactly, the that might be why they don't bring Yakuza 2 here. Because I mean, Yakuza yeah, so, 1 did not sell well at all in America. Yeah. Uh, has Yakuza 3 been announced for Western release? No. No, it hasn't. Not yet. No. no. Okay. It, it will will be though. I mean, well, if if has already announced Yakuza 2. They're definitely, most definitely, going to be poor. That's what I'm over, saying, though. Yakuza One didn't sell well, and um, I mean, let's face it, we're at the end of the PlayStation 2's life cycle here already. So, I mean, if Yakuza Two were to come out tomorrow, like here in America, it would already be late, really, really late in the PlayStation 2's yeah. life cycle. So, I honestly. Uh, would not be surprised if Yakuza 2 does not uh, ever come out in the U.S. Yeah, and and I haven't, I'm not too familiar with Yakuza 2, but I know playing the first Yakuza, just graphically speaking, with what you know, what what's comparable to what's coming out right now on the PS3. I know God of War 2 was one of the most recent, you know, big titles that came out on the PS2, but I just don't think it can really hold its own graphically right now. Um, with w- what else is out there on PlayStation 2. Um, so I think it might have a hard time. I think it probably wouldn't be very successful if Sega were to release it over here. Um, I know the hardcore Sega nerds would most definitely pick it up, but aside from that, um, it, I don't think it has huge mass market appeal like maybe Yakuza 3 would have on, on the PS3. So Do you think I Yakuza think 3 has better, um, uh, broader appeal than Yakuza 1 and 2? I think the you know, setting would actually make it more desirable. Like the whole, like um, ancient Japan yeah, or whatever. ancient Japan. I think that I think that could be like quite a setting point for it, really, because um, the Yaku- their first two games is sort of I don't know, they just the the setting doesn't really appeal to some people. I think. I've, I haven't actually yeah, played I the game. I think honest, most but. people don't really don't understand that whole. Um, that whole piece of the Japanese culture, the the, the Japanese mafia, I, I, don't, I don't think most Americans can, uh, I don't know, are, are very familiar with the Yakuza and everything in Japan. So it's kind of strange. But to me, the, the, the cool thing about Yakuza, the, the whole series to me, is almost like 
a spiritual successor to Shinmu in a way, and that's what I really liked about it. it I just thought it was. Yeah, like, I've, I've heard a lot of people say it, that actually. They've like, yeah. compared it to Shenmue quite a lot, so. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, did you guys actually were were you able to play the demo that was released on the PlayStation Three Marketplace for Yakuza Three? I don't have a PlayStation Three. Neither do I. Uh, neither does Francis. <laughs> I'm the only one, and I actually I did play it, and um, I was host like an impression of it or something on the site. It was released literally months ago, so I think oh. at this point it's <laughs> it's, it's uh, I don't know. Well, way to stay of, on the ball. Yeah. Well, it, <sighs> yeah. Well, in in Japan, I, when I was at the Tokyo Game Show, I saw a really good like long advert for Yakuza Three, and it does look damn good, I have to say. Uh, it was really impressive. Like um, it, the the advert I saw was actually like nothing they've released on the internet, as far as I can tell. Oh, yeah. like, all the ones I've seen on the internet, they've got bits of, from the same sort of advert, but none of them have been as long or as um, good, really. Uh, it's just such a good advert. Well, I can't really go into de- I can't go into full detail, but yeah, it, it was very impressive. So I reckon. Yeah. So I reckon it would have appeal over in America and like Europe and stuff. Just uh, Sega have got to get their ass into gear, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guarantee it's going to make it make its way over here. So it's just a matter of time, I think. Um, especially with it selling so so good over there, I yeah. think they're going to want to port it over. That's or localize the thing, it though. That's what they thought with the first game, but it didn't happen. It's like the games over there not only have like really broad appeal, but apparently they're also really accurate. I guess as far as mm-hmm. like their representation of the actual gangs and stuff. So. They have a lot of critical acclaim over there as well, but I mean, it's, right. um, I don't think much of that translates well over here in America. Mm. That's one of the major problems. Yeah. Yeah, I hear the Yakuza isn't too big in in Omaha. Well, I don't mean like that. There's just not the same kind of interest, unfortunately. Right. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, anyway. Moving on. Now we're going to go on to uh, Graham and I. We actually interviewed a couple of the guys at Bizarre Creations, so we're going to roll that clip right now, and uh, here's our interview with them. Woo-hoo. All right, guys, uh, can, you, can you first off uh, tell us your names and what your roles are at Bizarre? Yeah, sure, okay. Uh, my name's uh, Pete Collier. I was a level designer on the club. Um, I make the steel mill and manor house level. Uh, my name is Stuart Rutter. I'm a web developer at Bizarre. Um, I also handle uh, the community side of things, um, writing news articles and various PR uh, stuff related to the club. Okay, can you uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the, your background, how you got started in, in the gaming industry, and how you actually ended up uh, working at Bizarre? Oh, sure. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well. Mine was quite different to Pete's, I'm sure, because uh, I was employed as a web developer, so my um, gaming background, um, uh, I'm sure, wasn't as um, involved as Pete's. Uh, so, yeah, I was basically employed as a, a, web, a web developer, and it just so happened that one of my hobbies was uh, video games, so it's a, it's, a, it's a plus in that respect, you know? Right. You landed the idea. Oh, definitely, yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, well, mine was uh, actually like as conventional as you can probably get, I, I imagine, because uh, I literally like. Well, I've always been into computer games um, from a young age, from like in the Amiga, really. Um, 
but I actually took a games design course, a computer games design course, and uh, completed that. And then um, I did an internship actually during my university at Reflections. Um, and made, I was on the SMB team for Driver 3. Okay. Um, okay, and then um, after university, I literally just like landed a job at Bazaar. <laughs> and um, I've become, through my, through my time here, become a designer. So. That's, that's it, really. That's my journey. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Awesome. Is, okay. is designing actually something you wanted to do then, like when you first started? Oh yeah, that's absolutely always wanted to be a designer. Um, I think it's I think it's the dream of a lot of like guys, you know, like who are into computer games. They want to, you know, design design them. It's 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 always been a dream of mine, really. Um, and it's just a matter of getting to that point, really. Um, not completely done yet with level design because you, you, you're not completely in control. You just sort of uh, it's a it's a smaller part of a much bigger much bigger thing. Um, but hopefully, eventually get like to be chief game designer. <laughs> so, so you guys both said that you're gamers, right? Uh, first, so what what games are you guys playing right now, and what could we find in your your home consoles right now? Well. I myself uh, have just actually got a copy of the club. Um, <laughs> been waiting on three copies for uh, over uh, over a month now, so I'm <laughs> sure you guys playing for other de- developers. So that's what I've been doing. Um, well, the retail version anyway. We've been playing the dev version for two years. Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> far, far from complete, but yeah. Um, I've actually uh, just been absolutely addicted to uh, squads um, at the moment. To, to what? Uh, for water soccer. Oh, okay. What was that? Right. Yeah. Uh, it's for water soccer. So it's because uh, it's just been recently converted to Xbox Live Arcade from like the directly from the Amiga version. So I've just been um, absolutely addicted to that because it was one of my uh, things that I was just really into as a, as a kid. It was fantastic on the Amiga, aren't it? Yeah, it's, just, uh, it's brilliant. And the, uh, the Xbox Live being yeah. able to play across that is just brilliant. Yeah. Nice. You know, I, I've been looking quite a bit around just throughout the internet, and it seemed like a lot of people were initially disappointed with the demo. And to be honest, uh, Graham and I were a little bit too. Um, but when we played the, the the full version, we realized that it didn't seem like it didn't seem like the demo and was just a good reflection of what the full game was because it seemed like it was just such a narrow um, part of what the, the full game was. So we wanted to figure out what, what your take was on that and um, what you thought of the demo. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that the demo itself, uh, I, I think what the club is all about is the leaderboards and the fact that it didn't have any record on the leaderboards on the demo yeah. was, uh, was a massive thing against what the club is all about. So, you know, like, you're not going to get what it's about without the leaderboards. So I think... To be honest, I think that was the main contributing factor. Because once you're competing with your mates, all of a sudden it all falls into place. Right. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I think the uh, competition is to beat the person above you on the leaderboards, and um, it just the the demo didn't, um, as you said, didn't have the leaderboards. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so you guys are enjoying the game now, right? Oh yeah, the the full game is is wonderful. I actually, um, uh, a few weeks ago, I, I I've been writing for another website, PS3 Fanboy. It's part of the Joystick.com um, family, and I reviewed it. Yeah, for, 
Yeah, I reviewed it for them, and Graham reviewed uh, the the club for Sega Nerds, but I ended up giving, I think I gave it an eight and a half, and Graham gave it an eight, but I, I've been one of the big advocates <laughs> for a long time, just telling people, look, if you played the demo um, and didn't like it, you know, just wash away whatever thoughts you had of it and just and play or rent the full game because it's you'll be blown away. It's, it's a wonderful game, and, and so I've been trying to get people yeah. just to to go back and if you had a bad experience with the demo just to give the full game a try and get the full um, you know experience so. yeah. absolutely yeah thanks for being an advocate we were just didn't, uh, didn't find me off from a 9 out of 10 yeah. <laughs> um, and talking about the, oh I'm sorry go ahead no sorry carry on okay um the leaderboards, that's a huge, huge part of the game, and I think that's a great, um, just a great idea that you guys were did to, to include that. But um, one of the things that I thought would have been really, really cool is if um, you would have made it to where we could upload videos of our playthrough um, along with the score and the leaderboard. Uh, was that ever uh, was that ever in the talks um, while you guys were making the game? Well, we, we yeah, we did actually. Um Originally, have a, you know, have a feature in which you could um, actually have a breakdown of people's runs and would record a kind of a 2D sound representation of the um, of your run and sort of where you where you had shot, what what you actually was at that point, um, and uh, you know, sort of cameras set up to record runs. But it's literally about a matter of scheduling and uh, you know running out of time. And in fact, actually. A good thing about about the fact that we couldn't get that feature in really is uh, you know it's been good advertising for us and good sort of um, exposure for the game getting it on YouTube and um, seeing people's runs runs through on YouTube and it's actually um, created a, a bit more sort of um, you know uh, publicity for the game being on YouTube and sort of a bit more excitement about it than it may have been if it was just from 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 the game itself. Um, well, one, one thing I wanted to, uh, to ask because we haven't really we haven't really seen what the official sales numbers are of the game so far, um, uh, but we know usually as a publisher and on Sega's front, uh, they look at they look at probably the, just the raw sales numbers as the main indicator whether uh, a game is you know a success or a failure. Um, but from your guys' point of view as developers, um, do you gauge that differently? Um, do you look at something else entirely, like maybe review scores or just word on the street or what you read on the Internet on you know web forums and things like that? Uh, how do you guys uh, personally gauge whether your game is a success or, or a failure? Well, it's, um, I mean, I guess it's always a matter of, like, creative uh, way of looking at it as a sort of creative person and actual raw sales figures, you know. I think... A publisher is always going to be um, probably more concerned with the bottom line at the end of the day. But I mean, as a, a personally as a developer, you know, I'm really happy if critically it, it does well in reviews and things like that. You know, if it gets eight out of tens, nine out of tens, um, I think we had had a couple of ten out of tens before, which is fantastic from a from a you know my personal creative view as a developer. And, you know, that makes me happy. To be honest, you know, like sales figures, I'm not really overly concerned about as long as it's critically well accepted. Okay. I don't know what you think. Yeah. Okay, having said that, can you guys give us an, an update, though, on what the game's current sales are? 
I don't actually know. You know, like, I'm just a regular, you know, developer. I'm not, like, um, producing, looking at the figures, really, to be honest. So, yeah. Oh, so they don't they don't keep you up to date with the, the sales and stuff of the games you make, then? Well, well, eventually, but I think it's, um, because the first few weeks, it's just, uh, it's not really covered, you know, like, and we're also sort of busy on, you know, new projects and stuff like that now, so it's, um, so the focus kind of shifts a little right, bit, yeah. at some point. <laughs> okay. Um, going back to what you were saying, how, like, um, you guys personally, you, like, look at the reviews and stuff, and, like, if you see yourself getting, like, tens and stuff, you feel that the game's doing well, critically. Um, yeah. Some of the reviews that I've read on on the club, um, it seems like the reviewers actually like misunderstood the whole concept of the game. Um, like there's one review that I read where um, it said the game was really fun, but it was really it's too short, so you could complete it in a few hours. But what it seems is they didn't actually seem to understand that the whole idea is you meant to replay the levels and try and get a perfect score and beat your friend scores and stuff. And I was just wondering, like, what if you had to like say anything to like these reviewers, like what would you actually say to help them understand more? I mean, you know what? Like with with these reviewers, I mean, they can't. I mean, obviously, like it's you know their opinion, and I can't. I, there's no way of telling how much time they've given to the game. And I always said, you know, to you know, other people working here and other journalists that I've spoken to before the game was released, I always said that I really, really hope they give it the proper time. It, yeah. it deserves to like play it amongst each other in the office. Um, and there was always a danger with this game that it would that it was hard to market because of what because of what it, you know it's about and it, the emphasis isn't on the story and there's always that danger that some reviewers um, might perceive it as a game about story um, and just sort of flip over the game you know and it, with a sort of quick playthrough and then write write the review up um, yeah. you know so it, you know it's hard to say but I think. It's just, it is a shame if, yeah. if they haven't all the way through it and got it, but, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion, and I guess that's what it's all about, you know, it's always, it always has been one of those games, it's love or hate, you know, some people like it, um, some people hate it, you know, so, um, we're just, we're just happy that some people love it. <laughs> that's good, yeah. Well, oh, we definitely What I personally liked about it is I felt that, um, and that's and this is one of the main points I made in, in my review of the game, was that it almost went back to the, the golden age of what gaming was all about. Back when, you know, no one really cared that much about graphics or anything else. It was all about scores. And it was, the gameplay was always very simple, um, you know, is just shoot as many people as you can or, you know, kill as many aliens and, and that kind of thing and just try to get your score up as, as high as possible. And, and that, that to me was just great. I loved how simple, um, the concept of the game was yet it was it could be very complex into as far as you know all the different weapons you could use and all different characters that you can get into so um you know it was it's easy to get into but you know yet again it, it, it can be very complex as far as you know how far you want to get into the game and you know everything that goes in, involved with that i thought that it was it was really cool so <laughs> yeah well that i'm really that's really good to hear you, t- you talk about it in, in that way you know like definitely i think there's something that's um i think said this when Graham was at the Sega event before, you know, it's, it's a very, you know, like, pure gaming experience in terms of, like, it's that um, pursuit of the, perf- of the perfect score, right. and it does, it does kind of pass back to those, uh, you know, arcade days 
where you, you know you, need, you want to be the guy at the top of the uh, top of the leaderboard. Exactly. Um, and yeah, definitely. I think I think it is in some ways. It is like almost almost a strategy game because when once you get to the point where you've got really really high scores, um, you do have to be you do have to really think about your your route, um, the way you approach the level. Um, your timing about when you decide to shoot a guy in the head in order to get that the optimum um, run through a level, and that's yeah. something very very um, pure and very addictive uh, for us as you know as, as gamers that or just in general as, a, as humans to the, the pursuit of perfection is. Which I think we're tapping into something there in the club, you know, with, with that. What do you think, yeah. Stu, on that? Totally agree, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite funny, actually, just before we started this whole thing, um, when Chris and I were talking, he was actually saying how he dropped down a few ranks in the world ranking with one of his scores, oh. and he was saying he wanted oh. to go back and do it again. <laughs> yeah, at one point, I was uh, I was ranked ninth in um, in, in one of the, um, I think it was Siege, Siege of the Slum or Siege for the Slum. Um, and, uh, oh, the warehouse. Yeah, in the warehouse, and... I was ranked ninth at one point. It was about a week ago, and I checked back uh, a couple of days ago. I, I dropped down to eleventh, and uh, so I was kind of upset about that. So hopefully, I can. <laughs> hopefully I can have, you guys, uh, have you guys had any competition with it? Currently, running on the website. Um, no, uh-huh. we haven't yet. We're we've, we're waiting for a little bit until uh, the game released over here, um, and some more of our, our members were able to get the game. So that's definitely something we were we're going to be looking. Um, into doing uh, a little bit once some more people get the game. When's the deadline for that competition? Um, it's not too far off. Um, I think the um, the scores have been set already. I mean, it's, it's something like four, four point four and a half million. I think. Um, it, oh no, it's four million eight by eight hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, well, but it's a good level to do it on the competition because it's a really, really quick, um, sort of quite simple level. Uh, and yet, even though it's really quick and really simple, there's like infinite amounts of <laughs> different like yeah, uh, right. strategies of people trying to eke out the slightly better score. But yeah. uh, so, what, what levels are you are you both? Um, what, what do you enjoy most? Which levels? I'd probably say the mansion and the um, the one that's like a, a ship. Yeah, yeah, I like the oh, okay. ship. That's my one of my ones, but I think Stu Jackson, that's Stu Jackson, one of the other level designs, level the uh, Ocean Liner. Yeah. I like some of the team games on the uh, on the Ocean Liner. The uh, team team Skullshot one on that's really, really fun. I haven't actually given that a try yet. I haven't actually played online with it that much, to be honest. Um, oh, I haven't okay. had the time. Well, if someone's mobile. <laughs> I think Not mine. That, that could possibly be mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, had, I had another quick question. Um, you, you guys said that you, uh, a lot of people have been uploading videos to YouTube to show uh, their run-throughs. Have, have, have you seen anything in some of those videos that um, people are doing that you might not have expected people, um, you know, some either a, a tactic or, or, or something like that that um, you guys never thought of um, in that, you know, using in that way or something like that? Has there been anything that surprised you in seeing some of these videos? I mean, uh, even for this competition we're running at the moment, I mean, people have uploaded um, guides to the level videos to help, to help um, each other out. I mean, there's one guy at the top at the minute with um, just over four and a half million. He's uh, actually uploaded um, in 
a guide throughout the level to um, show how to achieve the best score and um, you know the best kill shots and that. I mean, it's really helped people out. I think um, the it's real collaborative um, effort, of course, <laughs> of course, to a certain point, and then it, and then it comes down to just like get. Getting that headshot just for the right amount of time, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure if you just type into the club on YouTube, it um, come back with a flood of videos of pretty much all the levels, uh, showing the best routes and um, you know the best way to achieve your scores. I mean, yeah. it's something which has really driven uh, the community. I think definitely, like, um, like seeing seeing videos and stuff like that, and actually seeing seeing people play it for the first time, um, like at the, uh, the Sega event a few a few months back. Um, it's weird as a designer, literally like designing the level and designing gameplay and stuff. And then you're—I mean, I usually in, in development would always have my set route that I do throughout the level, you know. And I, and I just just out of habit, I would always do this, the same way of doing it. Um, and then it's so then it's weird when you see people afterwards just playing it, approaching it in a completely different way, and it's actually really scary as a designer because. Often, um, you know, it, you're really like putting all your faith in the fact that the testers um, in QA have like really thoroughly tried all the different routes as well. So, because uh, um, quite often in development in the testing, they'll just try a completely different way and they'll just break everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, usually with a bit of a, um, you know, like a trepidation, I look at uh, videos on YouTube and then uh, see the way in which they do things. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, one uh, question I think a lot of people wanted to ask was um, um, when the PC version of the game was released, um, that the, they didn't have um, the product keys with them. Do you, know, do you guys know what happened with that? Like the product keys weren't sent out with the PC version of the game? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not actually sure on the uh, sort of specifics of any uh, technical issues. I mean, I would say that you know, if, if anyone is still having problems with that, is uh, just to contact uh, Sega Tech Support because it's yeah. going to be some kind of issue on that on that end. Yeah. Uh, okay. As a developer, I'm just you know I just make the game and then. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's Sega's cock up, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, maybe, but just contact Sega Tech Support and they'll put you uh, put you straight on that. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Um, another question that some people sort of have brought up, I've seen on like lots of other sites, is um. The PlayStation 3 version of the game doesn't seem to support um, any voice chat. Yeah, uh, that's right. Um, I, th- I mean, again, that uh, that sort of issue that was um, it's actually you know down to various uh, sort of technical design issues and sort of schedule re- restraints. You know, uh, we agreed with Sega that, that you know, these features wouldn't be included on the PS3. It's, it's Unfortunately, it's down to like you know schedule restraints and the amount of time we have left on things to to do that that kind of thing. Okay. So when you when you guys actually made the the Xbox 360 and Play, PlayStation 3 versions, did you make them very much separately from each other then? Um, well, I mean, we've always been a, a sort of uh, originally coming from Gotham, a very sort of 360 uh, sort of centralized company because you know it was for Microsoft, it was sort of exclusive. Microsoft with Gotham series, um, so our tech is very much uh, sort of very got a lot of experience with the 360 version. Yeah. Um, the matter of uh, then working on the PS3 version, um, 
not afterwards, but towards the later stage and converting it to the PS3, but there were no um, no real problems with that. I mean, as I say, like, as a designer, I'm not, not really, like, privy to all those kind of um, technical issues again. Okay, I mean, yeah. I'm not and things like that. It's, um, I guess I'm the sort of airy-fairy uh, creative designer on that side of you know, the programming specifics. Yeah. Did, um, when you guys were actually making the game, did you ever consider, like, making a Wii version of it, like, with stripped-down graphics or whatever? Did, did, you, did the Wii ever come onto the oh, table? You know what? I've always, I've always thought it would work well on Wii in some respects, in, in, in the respect that with, uh, you know, the Wii Mote, it would be, you know, like, quite a fun thing, you know, skill-wise, using it, like, virtual, virtual cops sort of style, you know. Yeah. But... A great deal of the strategy is involved in your movement and and the route that you specifically take. And with the Wii, you, it, I'm pretty sure it, it would probably have to be on rails in, in order to work. I mean, I haven't given uh, it you know, well, thought, but what do you guys think? Have you um, played Link's Crossbow on the Wii? It's um, yeah. it's a little. It's um, came with the Wii Zapper. It's a little bonus game thing. Link's Crossbow. Okay. Um, there, there's actually there's some like, actual modes in it which remind me a lot of the club where you're actually in a third person view and you run around with Link like completely free and the whole idea is to actually tally up a score like hit all the enemies in a row and build oh, okay. up your points so it's actually quite a lot like the club it's just a small version though so yeah. that, that when I actually played that though that's what, what made me get more excited about the club because it came out before the club and after yeah. playing that I actually got really excited for the game and I was just thinking that well, 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 I, I, I thought I was thinking that a Wii version could be actually be pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, so I was just wondering if like if a Wii version was ever thought of at the time. Um, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure it, not from a not from a technical because a lot because what happens is that you know the platforms are agreed on right from right from the start, yeah. and then once platforms you don't really just need there's no need to go into the specifics with it but I can definitely see the fun that could be derived from it being on the way but you know unfortunately it's a closed book now because you know we're of Activision and um, the club too we can't make it so um, maybe you know maybe if there is a club too that might be a possibility I'm not sure yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, actually something I wanted to get you guys to talk about. Also, um, you know, if Sega were to go ahead and, and make a sequel, like you said, we know you guys won't be able to do it um, since you, you're with Activision now. Um, but if you were able to to uh, develop a sequel, what kind of things would you include in the game um, and, in the sequel, and what would you look to improve upon um, on the, in the first game? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, there's a few there's a few things which I think um, I think it could really really uh, be cool, and that's providing more subtle um, subtlety in the different strategies you can employ um, whilst playing through the levels. So I think um, right now you've got sort of things like the roll, um, the headshot, snapshot. You know, you know those things. Right. Um, and I think. Um, if we, you could go even further, further with that, and actually like um, make it really, really strategic, and have things like if you shoot an enemy at the top of the oh, top of the stairs, um, and able to kill him as he's as he's sort of rolling down the stairs, perhaps you get you get more points. So it's for drama. So it's almost like more kind of 
two like two lost points, you right. know, like combo points, points for 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 killing guys in a kind of um, ingenious and skillful way. Okay. Um, you got any thoughts? Could be improved or um, you know. So no, it's there's, there's definitely there's definitely way, ways in which it could be improved in that respect. I think um, making the strategic element of the game you know, even more pronounced than it is now. Right. Because, um, you know, a lot of people do mistake it for just a story sort of, you know, shoot away through, but if they really... And I think also, thinking about it, the, um, you know, the, the styling maybe, I think it could it could be more uh, arena, um, sort of arena-fication, <laughs> if that's a word, <laughs> in which, you know, like, actually, like, make it more extreme and more kind of... Um, uh, dramatic and make it um, not necessarily so emphasize on photorealism, but more kind of um, um, not cartoonish, but more exaggerated. More over the top, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I can see that working. Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> um, one of the things yeah. that I was extremely impressed with when I played through the game. Um, well, it seemed it seemed that so much of the focus was on the single player mode, um, you know, and, and racking up the points. But when I played online, I was I really was very very impressed with just how well the game played and how how much fun it was. Um, and it seems like uh, you know it, it, it's crazy because it seems like so much focus um, from everyone has been on um, the, the single player mode, but. Um, you guys really did a good job on the multiplayer mode too. So I just wanted to get you guys to talk about um, a little uh, what you thought of the, the multiplayer mode and how happy you were with how it ended up coming out. Well, that's re- that's really really cool for a start that you um, are really enjoying the multiplayer mode because I mean we as as developers really enjoyed ourselves uh, <laughs> playing playing on multiplayer as well. I mean my um, my mana team siege level. I just. <laughs> like a lot of people here were playing it it was just like I, I really enjoyed that map myself um, and a lot of the team, team goal shot matches um, really like there's, there's a lot of strategy involved in them and um, you know like working together well as a team in order to, to, to win and stuff um, yeah so that's, that's really really cool that you're enjoying the multiplayer side of things the fact really I mean, a lot of the game is essentially one big multiplayer game anyway I mean the single player game yes Called single player campaign, but because it's linked up with you know your your friends' leaderboards and everything like that, then it essentially is a multiplayer game in that respect anyway. That's true. But, um, yeah, yeah. really psyched that, uh, that that you're enjoying the multiplayer side. Okay, now that now that you guys are done with the club, uh, where are you guys going from here? What do you can you can you kind of tell us a little bit what you're working on? We can't actually know because uh, it's all um, very locked down right now. With, uh, <laughs> we promise we won't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you know, we're, we're happy with Activision working on our next projects, but we you know, can't talk about that right now, unfortunately. Sorry, guys. Okay, no, okay. We, we understand. Um, um, <laughs> Lastly, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are aware of um, Bioware's uh, upcoming Sonic Chronicles RPG. The, the Nintendo DS. Yeah, for the DS. No, I'm not. Uh, okay, no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh... <laughs> well, they're coming out with a, a Sonic RPG, and a lot of uh, the, the Sega community is, is very uh, excited for it. Um, but Sega actually is um, holding a contest right now. 
um, where they're letting a lot of the, um, the community sites uh, create a name for the evil race that's going to be uh, in the game. And Sega asked um, Sega Nerds to, to uh, give one of the names. And now everyone, it's open for voting now. All the names that uh, there's like, there's seven or eight names that uh, people uh, are voting on. What have they come up with so far? Some well, examples. Here's what we want to do. We're going to read off the names. Ours is included somewhere in here. And we want, we want you guys to tell us what you think is the, is the coolest sounding name. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, a blue... Describe what the enemy looks like first. Okay, yeah, you, you tell them how the enemy looks like. Cause you, you really okay. Uh, it's, uh, if you haven't seen the picture, it's kind of hard. They're like, um, they almost look like really big robots, which, but they're like energy based. They've got like um, a sort of electricity flowing through them. And the okay. whole idea is that they're not, actually, they're not actually meant to be robots. They're actually meant to be a whole an alien life form that use um, sort of armor around them. But okay. they sort of look a bit like robots. One of their one of their arms is like a big giant crystal, but it's actually their weapon, and they like charge it up and fire a laser or something out of them. <laughs> um, okay. So, and they're sort of they're all their their armor is blue, and like they've got the electricity sort of around them is all blue as well. So hopefully that'll give you a little bit of an idea of. Like what they sort of look like. Okay, you um, can read off the names because it might be easier for. Okay, um, okay, we're doing alphabetical order. Okay, um, there's Blue Chaos. Uh, okay. The, uh, the, the the names are the name of the actual whole race. It's not just the name of Elva character, by the way. So it's a whole race. Okay. So there's the Blue Chaos, um, the Crushers, the Dark, okay. the Dark Nude. Dark the, what? The, <laughs> The Dark oh, Nude. Okay, I'm writing these down as, as, you, as you read them out, by the way. Okay. Uh, the Dusk. The Dusk? Yeah. As yeah. in, like, you know, when the sun's sort of setting or whatever. <laughs> uh, the, the Gravitus. Okay. The Guardians. Uh, oh, that was <laughs> the Ice Bow. The what? The, the Ice Bow. Ice bow. Yeah, like uh, ice and then bo at the end. The psychor, which is a p s y k o r e, and then the zoa. Zoa. Okay. Um, what do you think, Steve? On initial impressions, I'm feeling a bit of a dark mood. I think. We're just sort of scanning over these, uh, these written down there. Um, huh. Well, Guardian sounds a bit overused. Guardian is a bit... I hope this, this, I hope this one isn't yours, guys. Guardian <laughs> sounds a bit, I don't know, a bit cliche. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, um, hmm. Zoa sounds quite good. It's quite futuristic. Zoa, no, it's, do you know what the first thing came to mind when we said Zoa? It was uh, like Af- sort of African kind of... Um, right. That kind of... Cultural, sort of tribal thing. Yeah. Um, how how tribal are, are the sort of this evil race in the in the game? Yeah. Um, All right. It, you know what? That's actually that's our name, the Zoa. That's the, that's that was our pick. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I do. I do oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually. <laughs> hey, hey, Graham. Tell them the significance of the name, though, too. Um. Yeah, the, the Zoa is sort of actually like it's an, an ode to a Panzer Dragoon saga. Don't know if you guys know um, about that. It's an old Saturn no. game. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's actually the name of a forest within the game. It's just like, it's for Sega fans, basically. It's like a, it's like an homage uh, to um, the game, really. Well, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they'll like that element of it. Yeah, so... Yeah. Well, isn't it? <laughs> All right, yeah. so we got, we got their vote. Yeah, yeah. I, I quite like Blue Chaos as well, um, just because it, it evokes straight away an image of kind of, like, um, sort of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, no, yeah, I think Zero is, is probably the best one now, actually. Yeah. Does right. that mean you guys are going to vote for us? Yeah, of course, yeah. That is the whole of Bizarre Creations is going to have to vote for us now, every single person. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much all we have, guys, but um, is there anything else you'd like to say um, you know, to any of the fans or, or anything else like that to maybe say to the community? Well, just, um, you know, if you played the, the, the game, thanks for buying it. Um, uh, you know, like if you're enjoying it, that's fantastic. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just happy to hear that p- people are playing it and enjoying it. To be honest, so um, thanks thanks for your support, guys, as well. You know, so I'm glad glad you um, you liked it and your reviews and gave a good score and stuff. So um, yeah, that's about it, really. Stu, you ready? Pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. Cheers, Cheers. Yeah, All right, thank you. Yeah, thank right. you for Stay being right. with us. I appreciate it. You know, I think it's 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 about time to start winding down the nerdcast now. Um, Nathan, why don't you take us take us on into the home stretch here? Okay. Um, one of the things that we've been working on for a while at Seconders is we're trying to get a new design finished for the site because our current one isn't that great, to be honest. <clears throat> and uh, it uh, uh, we've been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes too like we had to change hosts because of some issues with our old one and we probably will have to move again soon and so I've been trying to take care of all those issues as we jump around and try not to lose anything in the process Yeah. and uh, I think some people actually did get a look at the new design at some point when it um, we made it live for a short while, right? I think somebody yeah. did that. And then we took it back down because, uh, uh, I'm sorry, but the, the new design isn't, like, completely ready yet. Um, it still has quite a bit of bug testing to do, so it'll go up when we're done with it, and I hope that um, none of our readers are too upset that they <laughs> saw it and then had it taken away from them again. Uh, something to yeah, look is there to. A, it, nice, nice taste. Right, is there... Is there an estimated time we think that it might be up. Uh, I hope to that we can get it all finished like um, within this week during my spring break when I have time to work on it. Okay. Well, so yeah, hopefully maybe very soon. Maybe she got some good sleep, yeah, afterwards. Yeah, maybe that too. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing that we're trying to push forward on is um, we want to change the way that we write reviews at our site. Um, mm-hmm. I think that there are a lot of issues with the current review format and system and the rating system especially. So um, I've been writing up a proposal and um, reasons why I don't like um, a 10-point scale for scoring. And so I think I might actually post that on the site when I'm finished with it. But one of the things is that... Or there's a lot of reasons. 
but I think we're going to change the format radically, and I think it'll be a lot easier to understand, and um, I think it'll be better for the readers. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think I think that's important. So, so yeah, I think this about wraps up. Well, I've got uh, one thing. This week. I've got one thing. Oh to yeah. Say. Okay. I've got to apologise to several people. <laughs> if you don't know, recently um, we had a, a a big New Year's contest, a uh, New Year's uh, giveaway, where we gave away um, several different bundles of prizes, um, like um, ranging from uh, PC games, Xbox 360, DS and PSP, and also like some Sega Saturn stuff, in, including uh, like Panzer Dragoon Saga and uh, and Knights and stuff for the uh, the Japanese versions. Um, and uh, uh, apologies for the winners here that I haven't actually sent out any of the prizes yet. Uh, I've been pretty, I've been pretty lame on that front. Um, yeah, I, I've been to the, uh, the other day. I was actually going to send it off last weekend, and uh, I got to the post office about five minutes too late because they just closed. So I wasn't actually able to send off the, the the prize packages. And this weekend I just haven't had a chance. So um, hopefully in the next week or ne- by, by next weekend I should have um, sent them off. So um, yeah, but sorry. So. <laughs> I've had a couple of people talk to me on MSN going, "So you, you sent those prizes out yet?" And uh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry guys. Um, I, I haven't yeah, forgotten about it. Soon. But uh, yeah, just apologise. Apologies to everyone there. Sorry. So did all of the winners? Did they actually all um, contact you then? Um, they they all sent their addresses to me. If that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. yeah. They um, yeah, they've all contacted me with their addresses and well, contact details, whatever. So um, yeah, I've, right. I've got everyone's details. I just uh, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Okay, anyway, I'm rubbish. Okay, let's, yeah. Let's so, do it that way. All right. <laughs> yep. All right. So so there we go. That's this week's nerdcast. Um, we're uh, we're ready to head out of here, and I hope you guys had a good time hanging out with us tonight. So uh, on, you know, wait till the next cast. Hopefully, it won't be too long in between. And uh, catch you next time. All right, take a look, guys. Bye.